This WBCX dialogue between Bernal students occurred March 9th, 2022. I'm Massimo Ballou, a mass communication major at Brunel University. Today we will talk about the fight going on in Ukraine after the Russian attack. I personally have part of my family close to the conflict, precisely in Italy. People over there are terrified that the war is affecting and will affect other countries of Europe. But today we will talk to a student. Her name is Elisavieta Kolasnik. And she has an interesting story because she was born in Russia, but part of her family is Ukrainian. What you study when you came to the United States and what you like about what you study. I came to America about nine years ago. I was nine, I'm 18 now. Uh, I study theater. I have loved theater for as long as I can remember. When I was very little, we would do little performances with my friends for my grandparents, and, you know, it was really fun. What I love about theater now is the creative aspect of it, obviously, but also the way you can tell stories that need to be told, but in a manner that doesn't just tell, it also shows. I always loved fiction, loved creativity, loved mm -hmm. creative writing, so, mm -hmm. yeah. What do you like about Bernal? I think what I like about Bernal is the people here. I love my theater professors. I love my fellow students here. I really like the people who I work with at my work study. Yeah, I think the people are what truly makes Bernal special for me. Welcome to WBCX Station and thank you for coming in. I'm glad to be here. Excited to talk about stuff. I would like to know your thoughts. How do you feel about what is happening right now? The night I found out what was going on was before even major news sources started talking about it. I found out through Twitter because one of my favorite artists was talking about how they're hiding out in a shelter because their houses are being bombed. And for the rest of that week, I went into a complete state of shock. I couldn't do anything. I went to classes, but I didn't listen to anything or truly comprehend whatever was going on. Um, I actually found out during an interview I was doing with a theater company for a job, so I would not be surprised if they noticed the way my face just fell uh, during that, but you know, things keep going. Yeah. It is horrifying. I have, I'm lucky enough to have family in Dnipro and the towns next to it, so those are kind of safe zones so far. However, I do have a family member who joined the volunteer armed forces and there doesn't go an hour when I don't think about her or hoping that she's going to be safe. Your cousin, who joined war to protect her country, Ukraine, what was your reaction when you first knew about her decision? How, how, did, you, how did you get to know it and how did you feel about it? I don't speak for all Slavic families, but a lot of us are very close, and I consider a lot of my cousins my sisters and my brothers. My father told me that Anya decided to join the armed forces. My first moment, I was shocked because Anya was such a kind and gentle person, and she was a gymnastics coach, so I didn't expect something of that from like that from her. My heart just dropped because... I have seen photos of, and I'm sure a lot of us have seen photos, of the people in Ukraine and the soldiers there and just the horrors that are going on there. 
But the more I thought about it, the more I realized that Anya was always the strong one in the family and always helped our grandparents and parents deal with their problems. She always looked out for my little cousins and I. So I wasn't as surprised the more I thought about it. How hard is it to talk to them? I mean, your family in Ukraine, if you have the chance to do so. It really depends on the family member. I have an aunt who is my father's cousin who called us just crying and sobbing and I couldn't help but start crying too because you could hear the pain in her voice and just the worry because she has a son who is soon to be 18 who would have to join the army and I can't help but start shaking whenever I think about that but like Anya for example who I mentioned before she seems to be in high spirits and is very strong and is going at it like they have to do what they have to do and she is proud of every Ukrainian there and whenever I talk to her I feel hopeful I think that's the best word I could use to describe it because I see that although Ukraine is a small country the people there are just as strong as I remember and as strong as like the fairy tales and tales of old Ukraine and uh, Kiev on Rus are really about. You've told me that you got in the United States around nine years ago, but obviously your parents have lived in Russia. How do your parents feel about what is going on right now? My dad is Ukrainian and spent most of his life there. He only moved to Russia when he was in his mid to late 30s. They were both born in the Soviet Union, and my mom was born in Tajikistan, which is also not Russia, but then they moved to Russia and it's very complicated because my mom's family is in Russia and she hasn't seen them in a very long time. So she is very deeply hurt by everything because she has an elderly mother who might not get the medication she needs. She has brothers who can't work now or do anything of the like. And just the fact that so many communication sources with them are being shut down and that it's so hard to talk to them and see them has really taken a toll on her. My dad is a lot more, I wouldn't say angry, but has a stronger warrior type spirit. And he is fully in support of Ukraine and constantly talking to people from there and trying to find ways to help. What is he doing specifically? A lot of it is moral support, but also he's been trying to find people and find ways for people who want to leave and evacuate to safety, how to get them out of there. We've been also talking to my older half-brother who currently lives in Russia, but his situation is a little bit more complicated, so I don't think he can leave. How is uh, the process, if you feel like it, to leave your country, Russia, to come somewhere else? Can you do that? So it's a little complicated right now. I don't know the details, but with a visa, you can leave to a lot of other countries like Georgia, the country, (laughs) and like Tajikistan and all the countries over in Central Asia, it is possible because you would be fleeing technically an authoritarian almost government who is oppressing its people and you could come in as a refugee. Since you were talking to me about family members, but maybe you also have friends in Russia, any of them been protesting the war? If so, what were the repercussions? I'm not very close with anybody from Russia anymore. However, the few people that I do still talk to, I do know of people who went out to protest. 
Most of them have safely gotten home, but I know a person who was arrested but then let out with a very, very big fee. (laughs) It is expensive to get arrested for this kind of stuff. But they have been cracking down more on people who use social media to purely spread information. As a lot of you might have heard, Russia closed the citizens' access to Facebook at this point, and they've been closing down a lot of independent news sources. So everyone that I know has been safe, but things aren't looking great. What is your reaction to Putin defining this as a peace mission? Am I allowed to curse on this? Mm -mm. No. Uh, He's a liar and a really bad person, so to say. And I know that this isn't something that has been talked a lot about by Western news. It's been mentioned every now and then. But as someone who's been following the entire situation for years now, Putin is only getting worse. He is like every bad guy in every like young adult dystopian novel, you know? Just an awful person who has lost any sense of reality and is a power-hungry monster. What do you think of uh, Zelensky? I had initially my own hesitations about him. As a lot of you know, he is a movie star and a comedian. But I think the way that he has handled the situation is very admirable. And I truly think that he is a very strong leader. And unlike a certain someone, he is a leader of the people and he's there for his people and is trying to do his best to help the citizens of Ukraine and to make sure that they are safe and to keep them as high spirit as possible. Who do you think will prevail in this war? There is no way that Russia is going to win. I'm going to be honest because so many others are either just quote unquote peacefully against it with sanctions or like Ukraine are fighting back. There is no way for Russia to win because with the prices of everything going up i really hope that more people are going to go out in the streets and a lot of people are expecting a revolution because simply taking down putin isn't going to be enough because of his entire office and like everyone who works for him having the same mindset so with more and more people coming out to the streets i do think that russia is going to destroy itself internally first and foremost we've already seen parts of it with the protests but It's mostly the younger generations who are aware and who have been looking into news sources that aren't corrupted by the propaganda that Russia spreads and who have been keeping up with the news outside of that. Yeah, a lot of people who have been severely oppressed by Putin's regime are going to be the spark of this. Elisaveta, thank you very much for coming to the WBCX studio. I really appreciate you telling me your story. Before letting you go, though... Is there anything you would like to say to your family members in Ukraine? I love them a lot, and I hope that one day I'll get to see them again. Thank you very much. I'm Massimo Ballou with Elisaveta's interview from WBCX.